Happy Friday, world. Welcome to the How I Built It podcast. I hope you had a wonderful day. Farai thought this shirt was more of a Saved by the Bell shirt, but it's not. We proved it. Chelsea didn't know what it was. Chelsea just had a chai tea from the bed. No, chai- I think Dirty it's Stranger Things. By Stranger Things. Yeah. I haven't Season seen it. Season three. Season three, Stranger Things. We can revisit the topic after you've watched it. If you watch Stranger Things, you can f- either verify or deny the fact that this shirt reminds you of Stranger Things. Um, if you were listening on Apple Podcasts or watching on YouTube, welcome to the How I Built It show. If you've never seen the show before, this show is about local entrepreneurs, small business owners, all around cool people um, <laughs> in this world. If you are extremely tan, you are qualified to be on this show. Um, but this is about people are in a community. There's a ton of podcasts out there to motivate people who from with fortune 500 ceos and all that stuff which i think is awesome because i listen to those podcasts too but i also think stories of people who can relate to other people in their successes are also very important because we can all relate to them so people in our community people who have been in that position um me relating to local mortgage people or local investors um, real estate investors or people that people that I can actually talk to me and I can tell them my story as far as real estate investing or running my mortgage team or investing in other companies. And the same thing goes for people like Chelsea. People, uh, Chelsea is a single mom who has an amazing uh, swim instructor, swim teaching company. What do I call it? Sure. Sure. <laughs> She's the best swim coach in the world, but she, she runs this awesome business and there's so many stories of her having to deal with, with people in her community who may not like the kids coming <laughs> to the pool, but like there's so many stories of, of successes and defeats and all that stuff. And that those stories can relate to people like you in the community who may be going through that or wanting to open their own company and all that stuff. So the main purpose of the How I Built It podcast is to interview the local people in our community that you can relate to better because that may be a more realistic example of what you're trying to do with your own company or own business or own whatever you're trying to do. So that's the story about this podcast. You can listen to it on Apple Podcasts, watch it on YouTube, or obviously today it's live on Facebook. We're live every Friday morning. Um, it's brought to you by the Augustiniac team at People's Mortgage, which is my mortgage team. If you guys need any help with mortgage financing, uh, real estate investing, or all that stuff, please reach out. Um, I've got a lot of interest in people wanting to learn how to own rental properties, manage their rental properties, um, and pick up rent- rental properties in an organic way, and hopefully develop long-term wealth. 30 years, you have rental property that pays for your uh, retirement, and so... We're going to be putting together a dinner soon where I'm going to bring in some some other guest speakers. I'm going to teach the class. I'm going to host a dinner. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be free. It'll be a limited, limited amount of spots, um, but look out for that being posted on Facebook and Instagram here in the next couple weeks. Let's give a quick shout out to our sponsors, Empire West Title, Seth Banda over there. I just had somebody say, yeah, I'm tan and cool. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> Darren from my Gilbert Chamber group. Darren, you are tan and cool, and therefore you can be on this show. Um, Abe Bond from Insurance Professionals of Arizona. You'll see his info on the screen right there. And then 
Yvonne Hunter from Yvonne Hunter from Platinum Home Warranty. If you guys need any home warranty help or need to renew your home warranty, make sure you do because when your AC, dishwasher, or anything like that breaks, you're gonna make sure or you're gonna regret that you didn't have a home warranty. So call Yvonne. Tell her her brother said you'll give you a discount <laughs> and she'll probably do it. <laughs> and then obviously Farai. Farai is our production manager here at Lister Pro Studio. Thank you for producing an awesome show and always looking out for us. Um, today we have, for the first time on the How I Built It podcast, Chelsea Oaks, owner of Swim First, um, based out of, I think it's Mesa, mm -hmm. right? It, it's moved a few times, which is part of the story. <laughs> it's moved a lot. <laughs> it's part of the story. <laughs> It'll probably move again. <laughs> but Chelsea Chelsea um, runs a an amazing um, local swim instruction company for kids. Um, and we met about four years ago now. And I remember... That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Time goes by really fast. Yeah. But you're still tan. Always. Always. Is that like, does that, does your, do you ever look at your skin and you're like, I'm so tan and I'm in the sun all day yeah. for the summer, like all day. Yeah. Do you ever like think like, wow, I'm going to have, like, what do I need to do? Do you like coat your skin in like so shea I, butter yeah. after, after the. Yeah. I used to not worry about it. And now that I'm getting older and worrying Cause about I it. want, like, I would like to put your skin under an ivy yeah, light also mine because that's where like growing up i played golf every single day i don't want to know <laughs> so like i want to i want to put our skin and i feel like now that i played god i played in a golf tournament last week and, and i feel like we need a picture i wish we had a picture oh, slide Fry, to do you know right can you put that picture up from tan man if i could text it to you right now do you want me to text it to you can you put a picture up if i text it to you Actually, I don't even know if I have it. I think it was on Instagram. It was on Instagram. I don't think I saved it. Anyways, I played in a golf tournament in two days. I'm pretty sure I got as tan as Chelsea in that two days. He did. But I played golf growing up, and I was in the sun every single day, yeah. like you. And I got mad tan, obviously, at a farmer's tan because I was a golfer. But I got pretty tan in that last couple of days. And we can show you the tan line. Ready? Oh, my gosh. Do you see that? That's a good one. Do you see that? It's impressive. Yeah? send it to you if i can find it i don't know if i can hold on really quick we fry wants me to to post this picture of the tan lines from last week's golf tournament but overall like don't i feel like we should look at our skin under the iv light and see like the true damage that we have so, done to so our skin this, i went to the dermatologist before i started swim this year just because i'm starting to get a little worried i'm not worried but i'm being more cautious yes and the dermatologist is like, do you wear sunscreen every day? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You do, don't you? <laughs> yes. You better. <laughs> yes. But like, what yeah, did she, what did they say about your skin? She just come back every year, get your skin checked, make sure you're wearing your sunscreen. Mm -hmm. SPF is life. Do you feel like she was lying to you? No. For I can't I can't find the photo. I had some I had a crazy tan last week. But like, what was her what was her emotion when she looked at you? Did she make eye contact? Yeah, she was a little appalled that I say that I work in the pool all day. Did you tell her I'm in the pool for 12 hours yeah, a day yeah. in the sun? Do you ever feel... I don't think she believed me. But here's the thing, like, you're in the pool, therefore, how do you reapply? Because then you have to, you get back in the pool, right? what if it washes away? Exactly. I feel like your pool, where you teach people at this point, is probably 20% sunscreen in the water. 
I would up that. That's crazy. Yeah. So what did she say about your skin like for the next 20 years? Do you have to like take a coconut oil bath or something? No. There was no specific instructions other than wear your SPF. <laughs> she, she probably was like, I probably should give up on Chelsea <laughs> because she's in the pool so much. It was so funny. But like, how do you feel you're in the pool and we'll, we're going to get to the story in just a sec, but now I'm just stuck on this topic of skin and pool. So in the summer for three months, every single day, except for Sunday, okay. you're in the pool from what? Eight to five, eight to six. Mm-hmm. And do you get a break? For lunch, for an hour. But you're in the water. Do you ever like, are you ever in there and you're like, wow, like my skin is so pruney, it's going to fall off. No. It's kind of weird. It doesn't prune. What do you mean? It doesn't prune. Your hands? Yeah, I don't know. I just, it doesn't happen. You're like a mermaid already. Uh, Evidently. (laughs) But all right, so like if I'm in the sun for two hours in the pool, like it starts beating down on you where like I'm boning. (laughs) (laughs) Man, that was, she just really, really threw it at me right there. But anyways, I am Polish. They call me the Polish assassin. Really? Yes. Okay. Anyways, so you're in the pool for that long and you have the sun beating down on you and you're like, man, my sunscreen is probably like worn out. Like, have you even gotten burnt in the past two months? Yeah. Like my nose will get sunburned or my face. We've gotten pretty good at wearing hats. But okay. Okay. You should get a full bucket hat. No. You need to protect the shoulders too. No. That's but that's where you're gonna have the most sun marks. No. Can't do it. All your swim instructors are very tan. Yeah. If you haven't gotten a swim instructor, please contact Swim First <laughs> in Mesa, Arizona. Chelsea, do you have any openings for the next couple months? Uh, one more session. One more session. Yeah. Sessions are ten days. Eight. Eight days. When's the session start? How long have you remember. been here? I've, I've, uh, I've when does it start? Four years. Second week of August. First week I of August. Technically, I've been a client for four years. <laughs> technically. When does it start? In August. How many spots? Um, I think they have eight or nine left. Eight or nine spots for your children to learn how to not drown. Make sure to reserve it. It's important. Message me or Chelsea. If you want me to put you in touch with Chelsea, message me because i could probably talk her into giving you a discount <laughs> anyways probably all right did. let's let's get to the main portion of the show so okay this is about entrepreneur stories all that good stuff so let's let's tell the story of you and swim first and then i have questions for you that i've thought about oh big picture here okay but okay rewind it how in the heck did you become a swim instructor? Were you a swimmer in high school? Were you mm-hmm. a swimmer as you were a kid? Mm-hmm. Why swim? Because we live in Arizona. Big straw hat, somebody said. No. Sorry. <laughs> you um, don't really protect yourself. Yeah. Kay. I did swim lots Kay. growing up. Um, Your parents get you into swim? No. Well, my mom swam when she was a kid, but... It was more just like swim team was the big thing Mm -hmm. in the area I grew up in. And so it was like, if you weren't doing swim team, you weren't cool. Were you good at swim? Yeah, I was decent. Did you love waking up early to go to swim practice? No. I'm not a morning person, though. Me neither. So no. I understand. And high school swim is after school, so that worked. Okay. But yeah, I did. I loved it. So then what? Um, Where'd you go to high school? Mesquite. Okay. Then Gilbert. Decent. (laughs) <laughs> I think it's a little ghetto kinda now. Like, it looks like a jail. I'm not going to lie. 
I'm not gonna lie. Um, but yeah, I was young and I had a church leader um, ask me to actually come help watch her kids while she was teaching okay. when I was young. And um, then I saw her teaching. I'm like, I kind of want to learn how to do that. I want to do that. Do you need a teacher? Okay. And it turned into me asking if I could learn to teach and she gave me a schedule. And she's originally from Bur- like Burbank area in LA, okay. California. And um, is that kind of how it is now? Because don't all of your are they all your siblings who coach with you, or just two? Just two this year. Brother and sister. Yeah. And the third one just friend. And then there I have Megan, and then I have a few other girls. You have a few other? I didn't yeah. know this. So it's a lot of people. I would claim them all as my sister <laughs> and brother, though. Okay, they're but all like, so great. I know your sister coaches with you she's like yeah. your main other coach right yeah would you consider yeah not putting her on pedestal no I but like her. did your brother approach you or did you approach your brother no my dad approached me he's no, like <laughs> give your brother a job Chelsea, listen <laughs> Preston needs a job this summer i'm like dad no and surprisingly me and bella kind of laugh because all of kids just like preston mm-hmm. they would much rather be with preston okay. than i think bella or i which is fine you're such a dictator I am. Okay, so then what? Um, also, we tried. I, I introduced Chelsea to extreme bean coffee and tempeh today. He, he brought a gallon. Dirty chai, a gallon of dirty chai. <laughs> it's delicious. It is delicious. But anyways, shout out to extreme bean. Okay, moving on. So I learned how to teach. She taught me how to teach. Um, and then she would go back and forth to California every year. And she has just a huge company in LA, and still does, still does it there. Okay. And I just asked her one year. I said, "I want to go with you. I want to do it." And so she took me with her. You, you I didn't even her. have a driver's license at this point, okay? So I was like going, living at somebody's house in LA, and teaching like from eight to seven, like just that's all. Okay. Was she like weirded out when you're like, "Hi, I would just want to go. I'm going with you to LA." No, she was very cool about it. She's. Like probably if you think of somebody who's been so influential in your life, this this would be Carlin. Okay. Like she's just been the person I could look back and think who had such an impact on me would be her. Okay, she's just does awesome. she still do it? Over yeah, there? so she teach. She has a little business still in L.A. and she's actually lives in Utah now, so she does it in Utah also. Okay, but so I went and I started doing that, and then it got to the point where I was just running it for her, and she was home in Utah, and I was running it. And you were sixteen. Uh, yeah. 17, you were the, 18, you were, 19, so 20. So let me get this straight. Many years. You just, you just. Uh, the first year I went, I was like, I think it was 15. I didn't even have a driver's license. But she trusted you enough after a year. So she was, yeah. So she was there. And then it got to the point where she would come and teach a couple sessions. So like a few weeks and she would leave and I would just help rent it for her. And then it got to the point where she wasn't even there anymore. She was gone. Yeah. Did people ask like, hey, Chelsea, 16 year old. Where's, <laughs> no, where's the that, boss here? Yeah, no. Nobody said anything. But did she, cho- did she, so right now, like you coach out of your house. Yeah. Did she coach out of her house? Yeah. So in LA, it was the house she grew up in. Okay. So it was her mom's. And she, she's just at her house now in Utah. Did she, and now we'll get to this funny story of people around your neighborhood <laughs> later, but did she run into that issue in California? Um, as far as like neighbors, like, cause you're running this like every 30 minutes. Right, every 30 minutes, right? Yeah. Every no, 30 so minutes, you have yeah, new kids w- come. I think I remember us having the cops called on us a couple of times, but the funny thing is, is like we get so many police officers and firefighters and first responders yeah. who bring their kids yeah. to us. 
that it's kind of like have you ever had it to where like a neighbor and you already told me the story but yeah we'll tell everybody else the story about your angry old neighbor in a second <laughs> but have you ever had it where an, a, a neighbor complained and then maybe somebody did come like let's say a police officer or whatever somebody c- came and like checked and they were you're like oh hey john your kids no, here but that right would now. be really good that would be the best because no but i have had the police not in the last couple of years i have had them come and they're like hey we think what you're doing is really great just keep it down <laughs> or you know something like super it's easy it's not like even that. loud no it can be if you get screaming kids oh, but that's true. no I, you know what i think childhood drowning especially in arizona is so big that yeah. when you come in contact with stuff like that they're kind of like listen like you have you're doing good yeah you're doing good for the world yeah so really quick we have a question from somebody okay what is your favorite and worst thing about being a swim teacher mm, my favorite I, I absolutely love the kids. I love children. I love being with kids. They just make me happy. Yeah. So probably that's the best thing. Um, the worst thing is their parents. Mm. <laughs> but, I know, we're terrible. you know. We're so terrible. <laughs> no, I'm a parent, so I understand where it's coming from. But Have you had a parent go in the pool with you? No. That is no. unbelievable. I would think by now. I like, do get asked a lot if they can get in or if they need to get in. We're like, no. Have you had somebody like push to get in? Like I need to be in the pool with them. No, we have had somebody come and like yank their kid out of the pool. No like, way. This is too much. Because they're screaming. Yeah. We uh, thought we were being too forceful. No, I mean, I, man. We call those fairy parents, though. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Without getting political, we're gonna keep it at fairy. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> this is not a political uh, show. No, it's not. Fairy parent. Okay. So, we're gonna offend lots of people. <laughs> yes, and I don't want to do that. No, but let Chelsea do her damn job. Yeah. That's all we're saying. No, it's important. Yeah, and we'll get to that in a second. Okay, so rewind it. So you're running her business in L.A. Yeah, isn't it rand weird that you now you're in L.A. and she's in a different place? Don't you? Aren't you like, man? Shouldn't she be here with me? I'm like, where are you staying at her house? So I was staying with her mom. And then I think another year I stayed with someone else, but no, it just was like, I just loved it so much. And I kind of loved being in charge and doing my own thing. And so it just worked. Okay. It was fun. So what? And then I, um, came home and I got married and, um, I went back out there one year being married, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. It was hard. Okay. But it just got to the point where it was like, you know, I feel like it's time for me to start doing my own thing. I was getting ready to have a baby. Time to start my own business. Did you and doing still coach swim while getting ready to have a baby? No, I didn't because I had my first son in May or in um, March. But that May, I was in the pool. No way. Yeah. With um, Nicole DePeace, is that how you pronounce mm-hmm. it? Do you know her? Mm-hmm. Nicole. She said, we just finished our swish session with Bella. Oh, right now? Like, literally? No? Maybe? No. no. Last week. Last week? A couple weeks ago. It was amazi- amazing. Both kids, two and four, are swimming. Every kid could do this. Every should, every kid should do this Nicole, so you don't so drown. Sweet. So you don't drown. No. There's too many people. Arizona, everybody has a pool. There's water everywhere. Didn't you post something, like, a couple weeks ago about that? About, no. like, Arizona and the rate of people drowning or it's something like ridiculous. that? It's ridiculous. Little kids. It's scary. Shouldn't everybody have a fence around the pool? Yes. Is that your opinion? Yes. Absolutely. When should kids start learning to swim? 
Um, my personal opinion is two. I start my boys. Or I started my boys when they were two. Um, you started Anderson when she was way younger. Yeah. So I don't think that's any, why I can negotiate Chelsea to give you a discount because I negotiated her to take Anderson. She, yeah, you did. She was a baby. Um, I don't. A, any exposure is good exposure when it comes to swimming. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not going to retain anything until probably two or three. But if you're like me or like you, and you grew up and you have a pool or you have a pool in your backyard. You got to do something. And Chelsea's kids are legit amazing at swimming. Yeah, Stetson wasn't very happy with me. Why? Because I made him take swimming lessons Uh-oh. this year. I said, buddy, you have swimming lessons this year. He was, and he's like, I can swim. <laughs> Mom, I can swim. I don't care. <laughs> Get in the pool. Let's go. But see, it's just, it's it's like, it's muscle memory. Just yeah. learn, relearning how to swim. Yep. So, all right. Fast forward. You're running her business. Now you're, you're having your children and... Did it just naturally progress to where you thought I should just do this myself? Yeah. And were so you like, what'd you do? Was it scared? Did, like, what was the process of you like figuring out, okay, where am I going to do this? Yeah. Like how coming, how, how'd you come up with the name? Like, give me, give us that train of thought because a lot of people, they have these ideas, right? but they never actually take that first step right. of making it happen. Right. No, it, it was a little bit nerve wracking because you, you know when you're working for somebody else and it's their name you know you have clients you have tons of business and then when you start yourself you're really starting from nothing it's all you kind of have to like it's super organic and so i think i just started the first couple years it was just me and it was like 15 kids a day and it was just a grind and i don't know how i came up with the name i was just like i've got to make a website and i've got to like get my name out there so it just did you go reserve every like the LLC, all that yeah. stuff? Yeah. So swim, swim first. You don't know. You don't remember where you came up with it. Usually, like there's a story, or did you just like you're no, like? No, it just. I'm just gonna swim first. I remember like sitting on my bed, like trying to find. I needed to find a domain and all of this stuff, and I'm like, I don't know. It just clicked. Okay, so first. your first year, did you make a Facebook group? Like, how did you get your first clientele? And did you have a pool at your house that first year? Like no. what happened? So I actually ended up teaching from my dad's house um, in Morrison Ranch. And my prior boss that I was working for, she kind of still had a little bit of a client list from Arizona. She's like, hey, I'll give you the rights to these. Um, so she sent me that list and I kind of started it? there. No, she was very like, I, but That's keep in mind, I had worked for her for like True. so many years. True. But did you tell her you were starting your business? Yeah. Was so she, she supportive? Very, very. That's awesome. See, that's, that's where the main thing in this whole story of like local entrepreneurs and small businesses right. and businesses and businesses in general is like you have two, two trains of thoughts. And in my head, it's either you have a very positive, um, optimistic, fearless, train of thought or you have a negative competitive right but it's okay it's okay to be competitive on this side of the spectrum with the positivity and all that stuff but you either have a negative everybody's against me point of view and it's so interesting to see that it and i guess my question is if it happens in your industry as well but in mortgage and real estate there's there's so many people getting loans and buying houses and people are always like, oh, that could have been my deal or my neighbor right. sold another person. And it's like, that's not that's not how it is here. It's like be supportive of each other, you know, share ideas with each other. Um, there's enough for everybody. Yeah, there's yeah. there's enough for everybody. And like 
for her, she could either be the greedy person that says, these are my clients right. and, and I'll give it to them. I give it to you, but you have to give me a, a big cut of it or something no. like that. As opposed to like, hey, listen, like I can't service these people. Here's, can you take care of them? Because they're still, they still mean something to right. me. And the same goes for people in our industry. Like if you can't service something, somebody or you can't give them, uh, give them what they're looking for, being okay with passing it on to somebody else right. or simply just sharing ideas with somebody else on, hey, how did you do your business? Same thing with this whole show. It's like you're just telling your story and it's like you're not trying to hide your secret sauce right. of, of how many kids you teach in a summer and how no. and, and how you do it. Like you're just like this is a story and if, you, if you're watching or you're listening on Apple um, and you're like, oh man, that's cool. I should do this or I or I should just take the leap and come up with a name and get the domain name like or if you just want to have coffee with one of us and just talk <laughs> business like you should be able to do that and share ideas because it's not about this negative competition it's about like helping each other and, right. and empowering each other so in your industry and in swim do you think that there's that negative competition out there somewhere oh yeah you see oh, it yeah. there's so many and you know what yes and no um I actually get all the time, I get people who are, will message me or send me emails that they live in either different states or different parts of the valley and they're not able to come to me. They're like, do you know anybody that yeah. lives out here or out here? And I'll always go, yeah, maybe try here or try this person or there's. But in reality, what? you could be you could be that that person who says, well, just come on, like we'll right. make it work or something right. like that. But you're not. No, no. I think it, it's I'm just not a very petty person, yeah. I guess, but. No, it doesn't matter. Just take your kid to swimming lessons. Get them in somewhere. It doesn't yeah. matter where you go. Yeah. You're just trying to help everybody. Yeah. So she gave you, so she's like, hey, here's here's my Arizona client list. Yeah. What'd you do with it? So I sent out, at this point, so this was like six years ago. I don't know. Facebook, like marketing and stuff like that was not a thing yet. Like you couldn't, yes, no, it wasn't. It was, like you could get on was. there and say, hey, people, this is what I'm doing, but it wasn't like as big as it is now. Correct. So it was, but it wasn't. Yeah. So I remember putting a post on Facebook, getting some leads that way. And then I sent out a big email. And then at that point it just kind of became like a word of mouth thing. But you weren't even like, you weren't even a salesperson at all. Like you, no. had, you had to get, you were this person who was just managing and instructing and all this stuff for somebody else. Right, correct. And now you had to jump into, I need to find business right. as far as like, yeah, you, you have this list and many people in reality, everybody has a list as far as potential clients. Right. It doesn't matter where you come from because right. your list could be your, your mom's Christmas list, <laughs> but you were given, mind you, you should always market your mom's, <laughs> your mom's holiday card list, but you're given this list and then you have your whole database and now you had to be not just Chelsea manager of a different swim right. company and coach. You had to be business owner, Chelsea lead generator, Chelsea right. client developer, Chelsea teacher, teacher, Chelsea, <laughs> yeah. tan, Chelsea, <laughs> mom, mom, Chelsea. So like, but like, did your mind just naturally say, okay, I got to go tell these people what swim first is or what did you like yeah. what happened and i think at that point it was more like i'm young i've got a little baby i just want to make some extra money to help my family out and so yeah. it was just like this is what i got to do i got to get out there and do it i'm gonna work and i'll be good so did you facebook 
ads did you did so, you pay for facebook leads i do now nice. and let me tell you they pay for themselves oh, over I, and over and over facebook again facebook advertising is still cheap now it's so cheap for different demographics like yes. for you i feel like you yours is something that could be worth it for mine mine's hard right. because you have to time something looking to buy a house and there's so much competition absolutely but yours facebook from so, the start you started doing that um yeah so like i remember putting like a picture on facebook and having people like hey yeah i'm interested yeah i'm interested and then i would email them info but yeah were you just anytime you got something where you automatically like isn't that crazy to think like naturally you i don't know how you thought of yourself before all that but then when you started doing this and you'd have interest come in and you had to respond in the time frame like is it interesting to think back like wow i was good at like managing clients yeah. and generating business yeah i think it, it was like it still made me nervous like sometimes yeah. it still does make me nervous because to people who don't know you or who haven't heard of you or um aren't from here you kind of like you still have to prove yourself you still have to like yeah but yeah i remember being really nervous about it but no but were you, were you nervous your first week of clients were you booked solid or no like how was your first no. week? because at that point you had generated business yeah and you're like this is going to be my first week doing this yeah what happened we just we got up and we grinded was it you and bella no just you it was just me bella was watching my baby nice yeah so it was just, just you mm -hmm. so your first client but it you was just me for a few years really yeah i just i probably could have added another instructor but i i think i was worried well do i have enough could i fill up another teacher um so i feel like i was a little bit i should have been more open-minded yeah when i started out it's hard it's very hard it's hard letting go yeah and i think a lot of people a lot of people in business they never grow because they're so worried about maintaining their quality yeah. without trusting that the quality can be maintained through the other people right and a lot of people like in my business um they'll be very uh, micromanagerial to their people which in turn just waste their time right so was that hard that first like yeah because bella was your first yeah instructor right and were you very like were you watching over her a lot or how did that go yeah so all of my teachers, I put them through training. Like I train them super thorough. We're very, I'm very precise on how I wanted them t taught. Um, and so I trained her and I gave her her, nothing prepares you for your first screaming child though, let me tell you. <laughs> Do you just want to give up? Or like, like a parent that's like hyperventilating over on the other side of the fence because yes. their child is screaming and yelling, she's hurting me or you oh know, something goodness. like that. But um, you know what, Bella is such a natural and she loves kids. She, she did so cool, so good. I wasn't even worried about her. So that first week though, rewinding back to, to when you first started that first week, were you nervous even though, even though you had done this in the past? And I imagine this translates over to every single business. Like right. somebody works for somebody, then they want to do it themselves. Was it almost like this was completely new because now this yes. first client walking through yes. the side gate is your client? Right. Like, do you remember that first one? Yeah. Yeah. And then what'd you do? Like, we're like, so, hi, welcome to swim first. Did you somebody have Somebody on here that's watching, she, Tara, <laughs> um, 
She was one Tara of my... Tara Ingram? Yes. Tara is one a realtor that so I work with. she brought... Tara, we love you. Maddox and Reese. And okay. Reese was a baby, baby, baby. They were little. And I remember her being like one of my first clients and thinking, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I, don't screw this up. Don't screw this up. Just do it. But at the end of the day, when you're passionate about something and you're good at it, you're okay. Yeah. It just works. Yeah. And I was passionate about it and I was a good teacher and I loved kids. And so, and the method is great. Yeah. Do you remember how much money you made that first summer? Oh my gosh. Like, I remember thinking like if I made like $5,000, yeah. that was good. It was a good, Yeah. it was a good like couple months. And then. And I charged nothing. You still charge nothing. I mean, com I don't, well, compared to other programs Correct. I do, but. Um, you guys are I, all lucky because I, I think Chelsea I should raise their prices. I think I charged like $120. For eight days? Yeah. Really? And remember thinking like, am I charging too much? Is that too really? much money? But then, okay, so that's an interesting thing as far as like value. Right. There's always somebody, I was posting last night, because this happens to us all the time with competing with online lenders and call right. centers and stuff like that. And especially with you, there's there's... There's value in what you do, and it's interesting the emotion behind back when you started, you were like, is $120 too much? Right. And now, if I said, chart, you, I need to only pay you $120, right. what I'd would you laugh say? At you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, like, why? Like, why? What's the emotion behind it as far as like what changed? Um, Did you trust your value? Like, what? Yeah, I think it got to the point to where. Um, the results that we were producing were worth more than the $120 versus if you were going somewhere else and your kid was finishing and they weren't learning how to swim. Mm -hmm. I just felt like with the results that we were able to produce and the, um, the time and the care that we could give the kids, it was worth more. Or did you deal with a lot of screaming parents? And so you were like, or what? no, you know what? And, <laughs> and I you're like, that. I can't handle <laughs> no. these parents. I get that anyways. Um, but yeah, yeah, maybe a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. Not not so much the parents. We're <laughs> no. just kidding. No. But isn't it interesting, just to, to when you trust your value and when you have people who start questioning your value, correct? The the response that you'll give to them. Well, absolutely. And I have realized, you know, as I've kept going, as I have put a little bit more value on it, I don't have people not show up. I don't have people ask for makeup lessons like those types those types of things that has completely <laughs> eliminated the problem so people are as serious about their investment as i am and so well that's the thing it's so it's so interesting because there's always somebody who will do it cheaper absolutely and that was something that i was posting on last night because there is always somebody that does it cheaper and and it's it's people don't realize that like yes you will pay more for quality and value and in turn that person will give you more time like for me like i'm 24 7 with people right and you've seen it because you've been over swimming at the house and i have to go pick up the phone like i put time and value into people now in the in the grand scheme of things yes if you look and shop for a mortgage in on in 100 honesty across the country online you will always find somebody who will undercut the next person that is the sheer reality but in this day and age 
people because everything is so easy to find online people are looking and i think there's a value for the individual who actually educates you and puts time into it and talks to you on the phone right. for hours at a time as opposed to that call center so i think and i and tell me if this is the same for you nowadays it's like the confidence comes from you know the time that you're going to give back to the clients and the value you're going to give and the and the attention you're going to give to their children therefore if you have that person who questions your value or if they have that that client who questions my freaking fees or my interest rate or whatever right. like that it's like listen I don't mind if you leave. Like if you're if you're gonna show me, I don't want to spend the five or seven hours on the phone with you, or sitting down with you, or ten hours, or because we put a ton of time into our people. Right. And I believe in that first year, the the mentality is, oh, I, like I need people to come in the door. But then you realize that how much time you actually give back to them, and if it's not worth it to them, then they need to go deal with the call center. So they need to go to the generic swim school where you go for five. <laughs> I don't even know how those work. How does like a generic, swim, like it's it's all cookie so, cutter, right? Right, so I had a really interesting experience because um, a lot of Facebook groups, I used to, I have it in the last couple of years, but I used to, um, in a lot of like the local neighborhood groups, I would go and put a post in there and I would get all the time that like, I can take my kid for three months to one of the swim schools and I'm spending less money than yeah. that. And so I think about that and I'm like, okay, but are you, what's your investment? Because if you're spending the money and your kid's not still not learning how to swim and you're going for three months, that sounds like a waste of time and money. To yeah. Me. That sounds like a load of crap. Yeah. <laughs> but to each their own. Okay, Everybody, but, but three months is a long freaking time. I don't know. But some people, I, I don't know. To me, as a mom of kids yeah. and on a schedule and I've got stuff to do, if I can bust something out and just get it done, I'm all for it. Yeah. Plus... If, if if they're going to swim school for three months, in my head, does that mean they're going like once a week? Correct. And then I feel like you're not retaining, like the beauty of your structure is it's eight days every day and it's constantly just like learn, 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 and then practice, take take what you're learning, but it's like, it just keeps building on each other. And I feel like if you just go once a week, once a week, it's 30 minutes, and then you forget it all and you do the same well, thing. Well, it's like school. That's why it's like kids yeah. in school. If yeah. they're only going once a week, are they really going to learn yeah. learn math? Yeah. No. It's They have to learn the muscle memory. They have to retain it. And kids learn better in consecutive days doing the same thing over and over and over again. Which proves because usually the, most kids will cry on the first day, right? And uh -huh. they don't cry the second day. Um, they'll like... Days one through three, we consider crying days. Okay. Okay. And after that, they're pretty much done. That's when you they're take fine. your, like, you take your melatonin, or you take your, <laughs> you take something and relax. You as a coach. Um, but anyways, it, that's that's a, such an interesting topic to talk about value and what you pay for because in, at the end of the day, it, it was hard for me in my first couple of years of mortgage, and I still don't like losing business. Like, let's be real, I don't Absolutely. like losing business, and if. If somebody wants the value, but they're they're caught in the middle, yeah, we can always compromise. We can always we can always figure something out that works for. We would both rather of us. create a relationship yes. than not. Yeah, it's not like we don't. I'm not. I don't get me wrong. I don't say like, oh yeah, then go somewhere else. Like right. have fun with the online lender. Like don't get me wrong. I don't do that. I don't have that approach. But I also want the same respect 
because I am going to put so much knowledge and value into it. And I'm looking at a long-term picture and I'm giving you advice on investing in the future right. with rental properties. So don't get me wrong. I don't want to lose business and you should never want to lose business because you always have to have that competitive drive to create the relationship, but also on the same side as the, the consumer know what the value that you're getting for. Right. And, and if you are just the one who wants the cheap stuff, like be prepared for the, right the cheap quality there are no the lack of quality or the lack of communication like be ready for it especially in service industries or or, or um coaching uh, whatever sport you're in or right. swim instructor like you pay you pay for what you get so i can't stress that enough to consumers know that and when it comes to people that you're hiring like have that mentality because if you get pissed off because of what you get from somebody that's your own fault mm -hmm. for hiring that person and not looking at all the different <laughs> pictures. Like it's, it's your own fault. I don't know. This happens way too much. I'm just ranting. You're very passionate about this. Yeah, I am. Mm -hmm. It happens way too much. We have comments. AJ Lombard, one of my clients. You're the man. I love you, man. Um, Brittany, my lovely wife says, um, also with Chelsea, I think the difference too is she would, she has you practice with them at home during those eight days. So they are retaining the most they can and getting the most value out of their expense. And then Nicole, your other client, says, we have done cheaper swim classes with no results. With Swim First, our kids are actually swimming and pool safe, and that is priceless. Amen. Yeah. You pay for important. what you get for. Yeah. I can't stress that. I can go into more examples if you guys want. We should do a show one day about paying for what you get for and the value. And I'll just do examples on the screen okay. of like, I would love to be and I've been, and don't get me wrong. Like, I feel like you have to fall flat on your face because I'll give you an example. I have a client, they say, oh, I saw this online quote for this. And I'm like, it's the same analogy. Like people forget that online and TV is advertising. Right. And like when you see advertisements for up to 70% off, mm -hmm. but the item you want is 5% off. Mm -hmm. Like that's advertising. Advertising will always show you the best potential price and the best deal to get you in. Same thing when you see car deals and it's like Ford F-150, $15,000, right. only one available with base model, <laughs> nothing. Like that's the whole point of advertising people. Like you, you have to realize that things that you see online and things that you see on TV is not what you actually get. Or right. maybe you do if that you're that one out of a hundred people. So, and don't get me wrong though, like I, I have clients who will come to me and they'll say, oh, I saw this online lender. And I'm like, okay, we'll go get the fully quote so you can see everything that comes with it. Guess what? That's going to cost you an extra $10,000 that you're not being told. Right. So go waste your time and then come back to me. Right. And don't get me wrong. I think I, I'm a person who accepts failure and I think you have to, you have to fail and you have to let, like, you have to let your children fall in your place. You have to let them go to swim, swim class and scream their head off or cry and choke on water because that's part of learning. And it, when you make mistakes of, of going for the cheapest deal, you have to learn the hard way. So, you, so I get that. But also at the same time, when you have people who have been doing that for years and they see it every time, like listen to them as right. well. So you don't keep making that same mistake. We made that mistake on remodeling our kitchen like there's certain flaws or something that that yeah if i paid an extra x amount of dollars i probably would have got a better quality here or whatever 
you learn as you go. You have to learn as you go. So I get both sides, but also listen to the people who are in that field every single day and see it. So when I tell you (laughs) that I have people come to me from online lenders all the time because they're pissed off at 800 numbers, there's a reason for it. Right. Rant done. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. Okay. That's some. So, so you get you get started your first couple years, and then where does it where does it take off? Because it's just you for the first year to two years. But like what then what happens, and what's what's the transformation that starts to happen? Is your does your referral business grow without you even yeah, trying? Do yeah. you start sending more money on Facebook advertising? Like what happened? Because um, now you're both. A lot of people know you now. Yeah, both. Um, it got to the point to where I was filling my schedule and. I was turning too many people away like no I'm booked for that one no I'm booked for that and they didn't want to wait and so it's like well I either need to start adding more instructors and letting go of the reins a little bit or I'm turning away money and nobody turns did away more money. people just start calling you would you say on the balance of all the moms mm-hmm. with their kids or the balance of Facebook and Instagram whatever you were on which one started growing or they both just like in turn like racing both. each other. Yeah, both. I think when when you're working with people and people are satisfied, your word of mouth is gonna it changes. Yeah. Um, and so that what that was happening, which I was very lucky and really grateful for. Um, but at, in return, I was also putting a lot more work into trying to get my name out there um, because when you're doing something, of course, when you start making money and you start seeing a profit, I want more. Yeah. I want to be better. Let's yeah. get it. So. It got to the point where I just, I'm not turning away anybody anymore. So I just started adding teachers. For And then it was Bella. But like, okay, so we're, have you ever fired a teacher? No. That's That shows a lot about your no. coaching. Because you you hire quality plus they're your siblings. So you yeah. can't really fire your siblings. Unless they really no. make you angry. No. But. Bella. Bella. Mm-hmm. Bella. No. Buy a house, Bella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bella. Um so year three, would you say year three, year four, like, did you start? Year three is when I added, I had Bella and then I had um, another friend of a friend say, hey, I have a son who would really, who needs a job. I'm like, okay, let's do it. So that year there was three of us and the next year I added four and then the next year there was five. Was it hard though as to add it or did you start? Did you start recognizing that, okay, you have this demand, so you in turn, because a lot of people would say, how do I fit this in myself because I want to make money? Right. But did you just start saying, no, I if I have this many people, I need this many coaches. Yes, I have to increase my expense, but it is be- because you had more people. Yeah, I think I was nervous adding because it's to me, it's always like, oh my gosh, I'm going to add another teacher. What if I don't fill them up? What if I don't have enough people? And I had to stop that thinking. I had to stop and thinking, okay, I'm gonna add this teacher. I've got 18 spots left. Let's get it done. Let's start marketing more. Let's do this, this, and this. And it just got to the point where I didn't really have to market anymore. I The word of mouth was out there and people were saying, hey, I need swimming lessons. And people were like, hey, go see Chelsea Oaks, go see Swim First. And it just, it was happening organically. And it just, it worked. Isn't it crazy to think like you're this person who is hiring people, running marketing ads? Yeah, I Isn't think it? I'm psycho. Why? <laughs> I think I'm going to lose my mind most like, days. But you didn't. Did you go to business school? No. And you look back. Isn't it like what would you? Did it? Was it just natural, or did you? Did you? 
did you go through this emotion of like I'm lost what do I do and I research it or did it just like we're just like no this is what I need yeah. this is what I need to do yeah I think I feel like there's too many people out there in the most positive way possible but there's so many people out there who they are faced with that and then they just don't they are afraid to make a decision on what to do but you were just like oh I need to find more clients right and the Facebook thing like did you so let's talk about that really quick I go on tangents a lot. I'm sorry, people, but that's just the reality of the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Facebook thing, how did you target people? Like, did you go in, because you know on Facebook how yeah. you can target. Did you target certain demographics and locations? What did you yeah. do? So I started targeting um, the surrounding cities from where I was at. Um, and then Facebook ads are kind of, they're not my favorite. Yeah. They do pay for themselves, but you kind of almost have to be like overly picky choosy with what yeah. you like those words. Picky, yeah, picky choosy. choosy with what That's you put in qu- there. I'm going to get a shirt made for you. Picky choosy. And it's just going to say picky choosy. <laughs> going to have that print on it. <laughs> Side note, another tangent. We got, I, I, I got swimsuits. If you follow me on Instagram, you saw that I got swimsuits for Chelsea and Bella to wear the week that my kids went to swim class and it was great like Brit designed them Brit did so good Augustiniak team all over had my face on the back with my phone number I wish I had a picture I know Fry you could probably that one's on on Instagram Fry if you want to pull that up on Instagram but I had it and it was the greatest thing it was gonna be the greatest week of my life because every day Chelsea and Bella were gonna wear the swimsuit but there was an epic (laughs) failure they were white they were white (laughs) And they didn't, they weren't, they didn't even have, it was one layer, right? Yeah. Like, you know how swimsuits have the swimsuit yeah. layer, then it has like that, the, the lining, the lining. Okay. There was no lining. So let's just say like, so we wore them one day and Bella, <laughs> like I got out <laughs> and Bella is looking at me. She's like, we have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but you're lucky though, that we caught the first problem was that like the top, mm-hmm. that part was see-through. So we got the, yeah. we got, we have a manual liner. So the top was fine, man- but we didn't. <laughs> So, but, but the bottom, yeah, I did not, we did know. not catch the bottom. No, it's okay. But she got out of the pool and then you're like, yeah, we have, we both have problems yeah, right we now. We just, we actually laughed, <laughs> but. So if you're going to get custom swimsuits designed, make sure you don't get white and make sure you don't get the cheapest one. See, you we get learned. for what you pay there for. You and I learned on the swimsuit thing, you should probably go buy a nicer swimsuit at the store and go to like a custom place around town. There you go. That's what I'll do for next season. And have your face printed on it. Yes. Okay. Um, we were talking about Facebook. So how'd you target people? Um, just started doing ads targeting. I had a face. I think I created a Facebook page for my business at that point. And there's an option to do um, friends who like their page and their friends. And so I started doing that. Um, and then you can kind of go through and you can pick tar- you know, demographics or audiences or things like that or different people searching for swimming lessons or searching for pools or things like that. And so that's just started spending time doing that. So now, four, five years later, six years later? Mm-hmm. Seven. You've moved, Seven. You've moved locations a few times. Mm-hmm. Tell us a story about the Val Vista Lakes location. <laughs> So I like that pool. That was a good pool. It was a great pool. Because yeah, and you, it was a great area. Yes. I loved being in that it area. It was right in the middle of everybody. Yeah. Um started teaching and like literally the second day I had the city of Gilbert <laughs> at my front door. <laughs> Just the person? 
Yeah, her name was Bettina. The interesting part is like ha, Patina. Oh, Patina. <laughs> Patina. Bettina. Oh, Bettina. You. She was a Bettina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but in one day of doing swim instruction. Oh, I was. How the so heck did they get stressed. called that fast? Uh, because the head of the HOA lived four doors down oh, from nice. me. Nice. And he just saw people just coming. Uh, yeah. He did actually. He didn't even come to you that first day. Like he could have come and talked. He, to you. I actually never said anything to him except for in passing. He really? would. He never said anything. You to knew me. who it was though. Yeah. How'd you know? Um, I had asked the lady who came to my door, and she told me who it was. And then the neighbors are like, "Oh yeah, that guy over there. He's the <laughs> head." And I'm like, "Oh, awesome." Everybody's like, "I hate him." Yes, actually. If you're an age away president, don't be a douche. No. That's all I got to say. No, yeah, and they, they the disheartening thing is that he was older. And if you're familiar with Vista Lakes, you've either lived there your entire life yep. or you're a new young family. Yes. And so they, and in their defense, yes, it was a ton of traffic. Yes, it was noisy. Absolutely against their rules, mm-hmm. um, which was a Did little bit Did you know funny. that before? I didn't. But that was my my bad. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't look it up. I didn't even think about it fail forward exactly um so that and was you know, that was a big now you know curve. you will not do it in a that was a very stressful summer <laughs> because you had um, all these clients booked correct and um and you wait this person came to your door the second day the second day and i had three mo- like three, three months yeah. full schedule holy sh- what am i gonna do yeah um but you know what we kind of we we just worked it and we just kept going we paid a couple fines kept going you just kept pushing through um, and you'd get fined i did get fined I got did fined they ever twice. like tell you to stop i got a letter in the mail um saying that if i didn't cease and desist that they were gonna get uh the state's attorney how fat how like how far into the summer was that um it was july so in july we had to transfer over to my dad's house. No way. Finish the summer. But you made it a good two months. Yeah, but we we pushed out. Were you what stressed we had. the whole time? Um. Did he? Did he? Did you just keep getting like HOA notices yeah. and stuff like that? And you just said, um, shred, shred, shred. Right. No. So to everything else, I was following the rules of what I should be doing. Um. So it was just the Valvista Lakes HOA, but which is so funny to me because literally the day I stopped, I had an email from the Valvista Lakes Clubhouse director asking me if they could contract me to come teach swimming lessons in the Valvista Lakes Clubhouse. And my response was H no. This is why this is a no politics show because isn't that so annoying? I was so frustrated. It was beyond frustrating. And then the insulting, other, the, insult, the other insulting part is that they wanted 40%. Well, okay. So that goes back to what we were talking about before, right? right? The, it's either like they, this HOA, Val Vista Lakes, a shame on you, Val Vista Lakes, but like you have this HOA who is like, you can't do this. You can't do Correct. this. As unless you're making them money. Unless you're making them money. And then they say, kick out, get out of here. Stop doing business here. When and then they then they try to hire you and take mm-hmm. half of your profit Correct. over because they know that they they recognize i bet you somebody on the hoa had kids in your class and so but there's a different way that they could handle it you either have the positive optimistic we're all helping each other, people here yeah you're teaching kids so let's figure out a compromise like they right. could have communicated with you and said okay like you're doing good here for children so they don't die right no so okay let's figure out something how about like 
yeah, continue finish out the month here and maybe come use Valvista Lakes for it. Like it's great exposure. Maybe come use Valvista Lakes. And yeah, maybe you could have paid them like a monthly right. fee to right. just do that. And you probably would have been like, hell Absolutely. yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. They could have done that. And then you might have had a great re- relationship with Correct. Valvista Lakes when they just said, hey, you're just going to pay $100 a month to use our pool. And it's great exposure for the community. And you're helping save people. But no, they were like, they tried to make your life a living hell. And then they tried to hire you. Right stupid that was so frustrating and it was like one of those things i feel like there's certain points when you're trying to do your own business it's one of those things that you're like for lack of better words like shit yeah like seriously i'm trying to work i'm working my butt off i'm putting in the hours why do people have to be like this (laughs) yeah why why is this just one of those things that you just got to learn to move with and it was Mm -hmm. so now i learned you can't unless you're contracted Yes. Working at HOA. You have to get approval before. Correct. Okay. So that was one. And then you've had a neighbor, the oh, old guy next old door. Neighbor. The old guy next door. He's a little grumpy. So what happened with him? So <laughs> he's very, he's so, okay, back up. <laughs> last summer. Chelsea wants to say so many words right now, but she cannot. Last summer, um, he was Okay. He, he lives by himself. He's not married. He smokes his pot at like four o'clock every day. Legitimately. I'm not kidding. On his back patio, he wants to do it in peace. Okay. More power to yes. him. Yes. Um, and it's noisy. There's crying kids. He's old, grouchy, and he wants to smoke his pot in peace. Okay. Let's call him um, Paul. Okay. What kind of what kind of address him so, as Paul? Last summer, Paul, like, I'm telling you, I couldn't drain my pool like normal people do without him getting, like, he came over and, like, pounded on my door and said, you're watering the whole damn neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) I'm draining my pool. So he's just, he's old and he's grumpy. So this year, well, actually, we tried to befriend him and, like, hey, give him treats merry christmas here's big treats like have valentine's day like no i'm telling way. you like my you're, kids send my kids to the door hey here's a treat you were just sweet talking about him you. yeah like hey i know you were trying to learn from val vista right i know it's a pain in the ass i don't want to be a problem let me know what we can do to ease the situation okay he wasn't having it so this year <laughs> he's got a chair that he likes to stand up on and yell over the fence it's really great yell oh yeah like do you know how you see his face over the fence uh-huh. like, half the left, his, like half of his like half of his body side? you know like half of his body no like, yeah way. he's like standing up like he's mad is it just because of the screaming kid one, one um screaming kid? yeah so i it was actually my kid who was screaming and he was <laughs> crying and he was really upset and he goes do you know how obnoxious it is to have a kid crying at nine o'clock in the morning outside when you're trying to do yard work or just like yelling and i'm like paul paul listen I was nice the first couple of times, yeah. and now I'm getting irritated. So I said, Paul, let me go and tell this three-year-old scared child to stop crying so he doesn't bother the grouchy guy next door. But he, oh, you said that to him? Oh, yeah. What I was he mad. Do? He just got mad. You should have been like, mm-hmm. I know you're smoking pot, so let me call, why don't you report me and I'll report you and we'll be even. Ridiculous. So what did he do? He doesn't do anything. He just likes to be mad. But... <laughs> Britt said, like, Tim, the tool man, Taylor. <laughs> the guy <who> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no. But he hasn't reported you. No, and that's the thing. I think 
I and I've actually said to him like hey I know it's loud I'm sorry I don't want this to be a pain in the butt like cars are asked to not park in front of his house they're asked to be respectful always um is there anything else I can do to ease the situation I'm a single mom this is how I make yeah. my living yeah, he doesn't care which is gonna happen we'll get to Paul we'll but get, listen we'll get it's him. seasonal we're almost done we'll get to Paul chill Paul we'll get to him but that's the cool part about this story is like just like as a business owner and as a entrepreneur and as some a local business owner like this is your story of of triumph or of people uh, roadblocks in your way right. and you having to figure out a way around them or over them and it's just in every location it's it, you have some type of issue like mm -hmm. there's no there's no perfect way it's of doing easy, business right. yeah like there's no no which i've you, learned yeah. like you when you think and you start out you don't think that there's going to be like i'm not going to have this issue i'm not gonna, well listen you are and it's about moving forward and pushing on and finding different ways a tangent to go about something different and you've never had one summer when you've had perfection no, and that's no. just unrealistic yeah which that's the story like that's the moral of this whole story right is like you can you can look at chelsea's model and it's in what's funny is people on the outside if you don't hear the story people only see like what's going on and like chelsea's coaching all these people or andrew's closing all these loans and they don't know all the 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 bloody sweaty nights of just like stress or dealing with issues or loans that are going until through 2 a.m or yeah and they don't yeah. see it like right. they see you and you're busy and you're working all summer and they're like man like she must have this or had must have been lucky and it's like no like you have issues that you have to deal with because gilbert could have shut you down and you could have lost that whole summer and what right. if and that summer could have killed your whole business right. and you might have quit right and it's like there's always these issues there's always these problem clients and the minute you think you get things off of your plate more things will come back right. on your plate and you always have to deal with it and it's just so cool and inspiring to see that no matter where you go and what location you are at you figure out a way right. to get it done I was talking to my dad I'm like I tell my dad like I never close out a summer or a season of swim without thinking Next year, I'm going to improve on this. I'm going to do this better. We're going to change this. There's never been one season where I don't have something that I could do better the next. Like, what do you think already for next year that you're going to do? Um, for sure, next year, I need to hire somebody to do all my phone calls and emails. For sure. 100%. You can't do that anymore. No. It's gotten to the point where I'm in the pool. I'm super busy. I'm a single mom. I just, I can't stay up till 2 a.m. answering emails, and you can't call people at 2 a.m. So. Yeah. And when you get out of the pool at seven and you still have kids to take care of, it's just, I've got to find somebody to do it. And has it been hard because that's something that like you've been doing from the start? Yeah. Very, very hard. Because you know how to talk to these people. And, right. And, and I understand that because I still, like I have, we have our, our coordinators who do a lot of all the day-to-day the -day stuff, but it's still like emotionally we know how to connect with our right. clients. So I understand that. I understand that a lot, but that's going to be your main change for next year. Yeah. We've got to fix that. Ever growing. Ever growing. Um, what time is it? Holy moly. It's 1117. Brandon Matthew is watching this now. I'm supposed to be up in your office in 13 minutes in Scottsdale. Sorry, Brandon. Brandon, I'm late. Um, all right. So <laughs> swim first. Here's my main question. We've talked about this before. Okay. Why not 
an actual swim first location? Um, would you? Or do you want to? Or is it? Or is it? Like, yes and no. Is it your I think thing? I would love. I would always like. I would love to get bigger and have something more. But I also love um, being different yeah. than the other large swim schools. Kay. I like. Fair enough. Um, is intimate a word? I like that it's more intimate. It, yeah. It's not like a corporate. Field? Yes. Yeah. I hate that. Okay. And so, like, I like being able to connect with my clients. I like being able to produce the results. I would never, ever want to run a swim school or a program where people are just paying me money to not have results. And so when I think of doing it bigger, I mean, maybe I'm thinking about it wrong and I need to, like, sit and punch out some ideas for it. Um, I wouldn't ever want people to just be paying to just come once a week, not have anything, no, no progression, no, I don't know. That's a very very strong statement yeah like you want to you want to keep your value right as far as like the feel because i think it is a cool feel when people don't feel pressured to go to the bigger building with with the locker rooms and all right. the stuff like people come people the parents hang out it's like it feels at home right and it feels simple yeah i like the relationships it's not a they'll always have the same teacher they'll always have the same environment so I like it. Chelsea, what would you say to moms who are looking for an outlet to do something or look oh people who are in that position? Like, just do it. It's so good. I think, especially as moms, when. Don't talk about Nike here. This is not political. Or <laughs> just do it. No. Um, I think as a mom, when you're home with your kids, it's so important for you to find something that you're passionate about and that makes you feel good about yourself and whatever it is just do it you should make time for yourself make it a priority i think yes raising kids is so important but also keeping yourself and remembering who you are and evolving as a person is just as important happy mom happy life happy kids happy kids okay i love it all right Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. This will be on your Apple podcast. Make sure to subscribe and share and do whatever you can <laughs> to help this podcast grow. Obviously, it's a local podcast, so we're not trying to make this thing anything ginormous or anything like yes, that. We but are. yeah, we are kind of a little bit. But no, but I want it to be. I want to be big in the local community. I want to be big in Arizona. This is about our community, um, our local businesses, our small businesses, inspiring others. I think if you listen to Chelsea's story and you are in a similar position position in life like chelsea started a simple business and it's still very simple to this day which is so awesome and the value is there and if you go to chelsea you understand the value you're getting you understand that there's a difference between hiring somebody who's going to put in the time same thing like for me if you're hiring me as your mortgage person like you have me as your mortgage person for life i'm right. there to help you with every single house or think long term talk about investments but if you want the cheapest deal like don't call us it's okay like just don't in the most respectful way don't waste our time because we value you just as much as you value us absolutely and we're going to put in so much effort like i consider all of my clients like personal friends and it's a weird thing and I care about the satisfaction of every single person and just like Chelsea does. And Chelsea will tell Paul next door to go shove it <laughs> because she cares about her kids. No. So, and there's literally, like, I know you can relate. There's nothing yeah. better than when 
Like you create a client or a friend and they keep coming back. Yeah. For other kids or another house or like, that's how you know you've created something you're proud of is when you have people who return and refer and you just have so much pride. Yeah. Well, what's cool about it too is like when you actually do, number one, when people feel like they're your friend, but when you actually do become friends, like our kids play together and that's awesome because then you know like, you aren't just doing that that person isn't just a number and there's a lot of models out there who they are just numbers and that's great if you want to be just a number to somebody else go 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 hire them but like when you want an actual relationship and you want to know that person and keep it keep it like quote unquote in the family then it's just a different thing and that's why this podcast is supporting those individuals and telling the stories because that's chelsea and that's me and if you were in that type of position, I would love to interview you because that's what this is all about is, is relationships and this local entrepreneur where you care about, you actually care about your people. Right. You know? Yep. 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 Extreme bean coffee. (laughs) Let's sponsor (laughs) sponsored by extreme bean coffee. Um, swim first. There's eight spots open for the last session in August. Mm -hmm. If you want to get your kids in call, call, we should do we should have a contest like if you get those eight, it, whoever if if you need your kids to get in swim lessons by the end of summer and if you reserve today i'll give you a 15 dollars gift card to starbucks no not starbucks sorry not starbucks N- not starbucks extreme bean <laughs> i don't know why it's at starbucks i'm still a little sour about starbucks and the whole uh, police thing uh-huh. not to be political no but 15 dollars extreme bean gift card if you reserve your spot i'll let you know and then Chelsea will report it to me and I'll give you a $15 gift card to Extreme Bean Coffee. So get your kids in. There's eight win, spots left. Win, win, win. But that's it. Like once this session's done, there's no more. No. Until next year. Until next year. Interesting. But you w- would you teach people in off season if they if they asked you? Mm-hmm. Like but private session? More, but listen, I don't like listen. being cold. So it has to be indoor. <laughs> or like a heated pool. Okay, heated pool and Chelsea will do it. Yeah. I'm going to go heat my pool. Okay. Just kidding. No, that's expensive. It's very expensive. I would not do it. Um, thank you to our sponsors, Empire West Title, Abon from Insurance Professionals of Arizona, Platinum Home Warranty. Thank you to Farai. This show is brought Farai. to you, Farai, a list of pros. This show is brought to you by me, the uh, Andrew Augustiniak of the Augustiniak team at People's Mortgage. If you have any questions on home financing, refinancing, purchasing, whatever you need to do. We're going to have a seminar on investing in real estate as far as like long-term rentals, all that stuff in the next couple months. If you're interested in that, send me a message. It's going to be an awesome dinner where we just get together. I talk about it. Um, I have uh, some of my connections talk about it as well from different facets, from Airbnb houses to investment houses. Um, So look out for that. If you haven't subscribed to our Apple podcast, make sure to do so. This is on YouTube as well. So if you ever need to check it, but obviously you can play it back on Facebook anytime. You guys have an awesome weekend. Um, We're super excited about the guests that we have coming on the next couple weeks. It's going to be jam packed. Make sure to get your kids and swim first by the end of, it's probably going to sell. Come on, $15 extreme bean gift card for every person (laughs) who reserves it. That's a good incentive. Um, We're all about supporting local businesses. Have a good weekend. We'll catch you next week.